Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, everyone. This is the FlowTrack Podcast. We are recording this live on Friday whilst the European Indoor Championships are taking place. Um, I'm Kevin. He's Gordon. Thanks for joining us. Got a busy show. How are you doing, Gordon? Uh, it's now it's time for me to uh, confront you. Uh oh! In front of everyone, I was waiting till now. Ambush! What happened? I was minding my own business last night. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. Minding my own business, just being me, watching sports. I'm watching a basketball game. Yeah. And unprovoked, you text me. What happened to the Sixers? Question mark. In the middle of them going down 20 points. That's like the worst thing you could ever text a friend, man. And I didn't know how to respond. And then I respond <laughs> with expletives. The Dodgers blank suck. will never win another title. Because I had to get it off my chest. I was like, you hit me when I was down and I did not like it. And I wanted to confront you, and I thought we were friends. Why did you send that text? Don't you know you don't send texts like that to someone watching sports? I was trying to fire up the Sixers and use – I was because when I sent it, they weren't down 20. No, they, you sent it when they were going down. Yeah, I know. Like I was three hoping, straight threes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I was just looking at my phone and looking at the score update on the app. Also, it was a regular season NBA game, so I didn't think you'd be that fired up about it. But it was more – I have this ability – when I, I have a, a friend or a, my, my brother-in-law is a Bucks fan, and whenever the Bucks are down, I'm like, well, guess this is it for Giannis' MVP. You know, really over, overdoing the overreactions. And then they always inevitably come back and do well. So I actually wanted the Sixers to win that game okay? because I wanted the Mavericks to lose. to lose. As you know, the Spurs have won two in a row. We're only 16 out of the play-in, I yeah. think. So I want these Western Conference teams to lose. So I was actually it was a rare time I was rooting for the Sixers. So okay, we well, were sort of on the same side on that one. It felt like you were no, mocking me nope. when nope. I was down and I didn't feel good, so then I came back hard. No, no, no. It wasn't at all. It's like if you were to text like a coach like at the 5K mark and their team is like in 20th place in the cross country of me. Being no, like, it wasn't my intention. not no. looking good for your number five runner. I didn't think they were going to go down 20. I, I, that's not where I thought that was going. I thought they were going to have a momentary lull and you were going to say, ah, they're back. Look. Joel Embiid did this, that, and the other. Sorry, I apologize if that's. Sorry. Did it. you recognize that I was upset by some of my reaction? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just let you be. I and appreciate. I didn't text that. you again until this and now morning. we're friends. No, we're, oh, we're still friends. We're still friends. All right. I had to thank you. I decided to get that off my chest. <laughs> okay. A little inside baseball of our friendship. Yeah. Um, Jason Christopher Tatum Senior Senior says, "I need Gordon Mad. It makes my day." I was. Th- mad. Thank, thank you, Mr. Tatum. Yes. <laughs> All right. God damn it, Tatum too. <laughs> Everybody should change their name in the chat to uh, Boston Celtics players and players who are going to beat the Sixers. Okay. All right, Euros. Let's, Let's kick it. it off. We're on uh, day two. 
from Istanbul had a couple finals we want to talk about. Number one, we got an answer to the question that we asked earlier in the week. Yeah, uh, what was the question? Can Neil Gorley beat Jakob Ingebrigtsen? The answer was no. No, I think the answer is yes. The answer was he got kind of close. Yeah. Which Pretty, is a, that it, means can doesn't mean will. Can means can. He was there. According we, to the dictionary. We thought he was making that big move on the backstretch. We couldn't tell with the camera angle. And I then know. they cut wide again, and Jakob still had the pole position and held him off going around the curve. One in 332. I thought Gorley acquitted himself nicely, but this is what Ingebrigtsen does. He shows up to big races, and usually you can count on him for a win. Yeah, I mean, the result that should have happened, happened. He's the better athlete, runner. He's in the prime of his career. But I will say, Gorley, that was like the greatest second-place finish I've seen in the past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not of all time, but in the I past... I thought you were going to be real grand <laughs> no, with that. No, no, statement. in the past few weeks. Because he was able to close basically with in the entire yeah. time. They ran the basically a, the a equivalent last lap and last 200, which is what you need to beat Jakob at a global championship. He Wait, tried no. to do the Whiteman play, yeah. but it's indoors, a little bit different, a little bit harder to maneuver. But he's got to come out of this being like, hey, if I'm in better position, if I make a move at a better time, if I'm just a little bit sharper, mm-hmm. I can beat this guy. Yeah. It wasn't like a separation in the final 50 meters was like a... You know, seeing like a Faith Kipiegon type, like, see ya. So we have pretty much a wrap now on the pro indoor season after this meet. But it means the men's 1500 portion is over. We have Jakob still in the pole position, I'm assuming. Yes. Where do you have Nagus vis-a-vis Neil Gorley? Who do you think had the better indoor season? I would say Nagus. They raced each other, right? I mean, so no, no, it would yeah. be it would make weird to be like, oh, Gorley's better, even though Nagus straight up beat him. Nagus went undefeated. Um, I will say though, like, it's a one A and one B between them. With they're not equal. I don't know. It feels weird saying it's like NBA MVP, mm-hmm. Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. Yes, you can rank one, two, and three, and you can assume the third is bad, but they're really all. Just a one separate from the rest of the the field. So you're saying Jakob is one and then everybody else is still grouped together? No, Jakob is one. Right. Gordley and Nagus are alone at two. Interesting. And then everyone else is three. Okay. But that could change quickly. What about like Ali Hoare? In three. In three. Okay. Interesting. What All about right. Josh Kerr in three? They're in three right Give now. Give me another name. The Kenyans in three. All of them. All of them. Every single one. Whiteman. Three. Okay. Actually, Whiteman might be DNS because he's hurt. Right. Right. So. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, Jakob, then a group of two. Yeah. And then everyone else. Yeah. This, now those people, can they can join that group of two. Yeah. And the group of two can maybe join Jakob, but right now. I think we also look at this. You watch this indoor race with the perspective that he got outkicked last year at Worlds. And you're thinking, hey. Someone's hanging around. They can beat Jakob. There's not that air of invincibility. But he did do all the leading, go to the front, and that's sort of how indoor races and championships especially you know, play out. People try to get the pole position from farther out than they would outdoors. So I think it's positive for both guys. Like I, I think Gorley, he doesn't want to lose, but pretty happy that he's stuck there. But I think Jakob going to the front and running 332 – I think is a statement from him too. Yeah, we just we've just seen it so many times from him that it's getting to be routine, and we're more surprised when he when it doesn't work than when it does. Yeah, and also he's just be, become so good that the story is not ever really going to be him anymore. It's all going to be about who is chasing him, right? And if you think about it, like the headlines the, coming out of this year is not Jakob running what he did. It's like ooh Nagus, mm-hmm. oh Gorley. Gorley, yeah. Well, you know. because because he got beat once, people are going to think. In a championship race, people are going to think when he was in really good form. They will see it happen again. Yeah. Gonna, well, they just think it's possible, right? You can envision it in your head versus some of these other bigger favorites in other running events that haven't had a high-profile loss yet. It's harder to imagine it happening. But once it does, then I think it changes people's perspective. All right, women's uh, pentathlon. Let's talk about women's pentathlon. It's been a great women's pentathlon season. You had Anna Hall in Albuquerque. 
set the American record, almost break okay. the world record. What else do you have? You have this. Then you have two women break the the uh, pentathlon world record at Euro Indoors. Well, what else have we had? Well, that's it. That's pretty good. <laughs> so you two got things? Three of the top four marks in history in one so. season? It's, just, it's the winter of the pentathlon. But, yeah, but how can it be the winter of the pentathlon if it's only happened at two meets? It's pretty good. Three out of the four. Nafi TM, Adriana Sulek. TM goes 50-55. Sulek, 50-14. Pretty 5,000 cool. club. Yeah, 5,000 club. So now, who do we got in this 5,000 club? You have Dobrinska, who had the old record, Anna Hall, and KJT. So there's five women in the 5,000 club. Would you rather have 5,055 points? 5,000, what was it, 30-something points? Was it 5,055, 5,013, 5,004, or would you rather have 5,000 points? Like exactly. I, like 5, exactly 5,000. I want my PB in a heptathlon or pentathlon or decathlon to be number 000. zero, zero. I was just—I was saying—if you want your PR in the decathlon to be five, you could probably—you should try to see what you can score in a decathlon, because the tables go basically to nothing, right? Do you get a thousand points? That's—that'd be fun. Let's see. How many points do you get? In could decathlon? you be one, or maybe even nine hundred? So you can be like one tenth of Kevin Mayer and Ashton Eaton. I could be one tenth of Kevin Mayer. Yeah, for sure. I think we should do that. We should try it. Get the measuring stick. Could out. I get a hundred points in every event? I could definitely get a hundred points. We have to pull up the. We have to pull. Up we should the try it this summer. Yeah. Do you think I could do it? Well, let me let me look at let me let me pull up the tables here. Break, break it down. What, what do you think? Like, what do you think I can run a hundred in? Fifteen seconds. Oh, I'd hope. Yeah. You ran that two hundred a couple of years ago for that AAU yeah. thing. Yeah. So in, I could in probably 30. run a hundred and fourteen, maybe. I don't know. What's a fourteen second hundred? That's what. That's what I'm gonna look. Here we go. Um, outdoors. So you want to know fourteen second hundred? Yeah. All right, here we go. That's that's, that's quick, man. Yeah, I mean, someone is this with, with or without spikes? No, no, you, you, you can spikes. wear you can wear whatever you want. All right, so a nine four six in the hundred is fourteen hundred points. Okay, I don't think I'm going to get that. So let's Maybe see. a little bit slower. Oh, what's Damn, there's no way they have a fourteen uh, second hundred. Yeah, no, no, hold on, it's going, it's still going, dude. It's still going. We're still going. Are you on the table? Yeah, we're still here. 13. Okay, 14 flat. That gets you 221 points. So, me thinking that, maybe I could get 2,000 points. Well, you have to have, I think the 100 would be your best event. I think things would just get worse as you went along. What's the 15, what's 200 points in a 1,500? Um, that's going to take me more time to look up. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't know how long. Oh, you I have to do hur hurdles. Is, I'm not, I'm going to get like zero Well, you got to do it though. That's okay. I don't think I can get over a high hurdle. What can you run the 15 in? Right now, not fast. Well, could you I run? I quit running like a year ago. Well, let's see. I'll tell you how slow it goes. It stops at 620 in the 1500. Six, that gets you one point. 620? Yeah. I could do that. All right. What is a 620? Yeah, I could do that. I think it'd be amazing to try to get one point in every Get a 10 point decathlon. Get a 10 point. Oh, that'd be fun. And like get it be officially like calculated and get a world athletics page. I, I, like, I, I got 10 points. I want to see what a 1.10K is. Maybe I might go for that. That's year. actually fun. Ken, how many one points can you get in all the track? Do you think I can get one point in every event? 51.46 for a 10K gets you one point. I feel like that's a lot easier to do than a 620-1500, but maybe that's just because. So we should do a hardest one point performances in track and field power rankings so yeah into? yeah anyway all right i'm doing a decathlon i still <laughs> have to do my david brings up a good point pole vault i could do well, we gotta get the equipment together though yeah maybe i just do a high jump with a toothpick in hand and call it a pole vault <laughs> tbd on this we'll see how bored um, you are in the summer no but uh i still have to do my dunk yeah i haven't got forgotten about that just so you know people have and been talking about it people are asking about it still gotta do the dunk i still gotta do the backflip after i do the dunk you said you gave up on the backflip though no no backflip doesn't start till i do the dunk do the dunk then the backflip and then also do the 2000 point decathlon challenge i i think david's right though the pole vault is gonna be <laughs> well if i get zero points in one event i can still make it up in other events you're not gonna drop out no okay well usually that's what they do that's what they bail. And I'm not you're an elite bail. athlete. I'm not going to bail. You hit a hurdle, you're done. That's it. What's a 60 second 400? Something you can't do anymore? I can do a 60 second 400. Um, let me see how slow the Maybe 400 I gets. I don't know. I don't know. I quit running, but I feel like I'm healthier. 
So maybe too bad dunking isn't on this. I know dunking. How many points is dunking? All right, hold on. Four hundred and sixty. Yeah, uh, this is sixty second form. You get quite a few points for that. Yeah, a sixty five gets you two hundred. Oh, yeah. This I can definitely get two thousand. Interesting to see how these are broken down. A sixty second quarter would be. Here we go. Three hundred and. Boom. See, that makes up for the pole vault. A 60.01368. I don't think you can run 60, though. You'd have to do some training to do 60. Well, yeah. I'll do decathlon training. I'll call up Ashton, call up Trey Hardy, call up <laughs> Kevin Mayer, call them all up. Trey Hardy lives here. So, like, well, and you, we have another coach me. We have another potential decathlon coach. And we have a decathlon who works at Flow. We just found out. Yeah. yeah. So, but you are I putting a, a lot of faith. A decathlete that works at for, uh, Former. And champion? champion, yeah. But you're putting. Can a lot they of, find out in the chat? That'll be fun. You're you're putting a lot of faith in coaching. That they can just coach you to a. They can coach me. We're gonna, I'm gonna go. We're gonna find. Is he out there right now? You might be oh, out there. I'm not sure. I'm gonna get like, hey, my goal is to, to two thousand points at decathlon before the end of the summer. Women's sixties on the track right now, so this should be over in about fifteen seconds. Yeah, we we're trying to it. we're trying to kill some time so we can recap events. No, we're not. Before the podcast is over. Do we talk about the 3K? Before the no, it's, it's literally there in the blocks right now. Uh, let's watch it. So I want to I wanna watch it. We can't it. show it to you, unfortunately. But it's on ath- all athletics.tv slash live question mark ID equals 6310877048112. Go to that URL. I hope someone does that real Uh-oh. quick. Go to that URL and you're there. What's wrong, Colt? Oh, I oh. thought Gordon just leaked his IP or something. No, that's not my. I think we're good. No, we're good. <laughs> Who do you have in this? Um, Camp Lynchy. Over under seven oh five. Under. She's over under seven oh three. She's gonna run seven oh three. They are away. She's out quick. Swoboda's out with her. No, Kambunji. Kambunji's gonna get Kambungi. it though. Oh, seven oh three. Get it. Get it. Seven, ooh. Ooh, seven flat. Let's see. Let's wait for the correction. Correction. I don't know. It's just I feel like all the times the season have been off, so yeah. you can't get excited. You have to wait. You seven to... flat. Good run for her. I mean, I mean she was... she's broken seven. So yeah, she's sub sense. seven. Uh, equals championship record. Yep, seven zero confirmed. Swoboda, seven zero nine. Nada, seven twelve. Shout out to Europe. We're putting on a big meet. Shout out to Europe. We were happy about Europe. Like they're putting out good races here. I like the Ingerbritsons running, and you had. Muir in the heats and Hodgkinson and Bull and Warholm. It's just cool to you know wake up and see prelim results with actual big names in it. Yeah, I but like you're it. like giving a, a congratulations to a body of land. Continent? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. Right. It's a good meet. A lot of people were happy after the 60. It must have been a lot of PRs. Just like all – they're all celebrating. Look at this. Well, this yeah. Is, it's incredible. They're also probably happy that their season's over. They're like, all right, <laughs> we can now relax and get ready for outdoor. Yeah. All right. Uh, 3,000, women's 3,000 was the other race. A little bit of an upset there. Constance Klosterhofen loses. She gets silver um, to Hannah Klein of Germany. Klein had a big kick over the last lap. Decent time, too. To get the victory. Yeah, 8.35. They weren't weren't going slow out there. You know, the days of these tactical mid-distance races, I think, are waning. You were saying that when we were watching the men's 1500s. It's like, it's so great that they're actually running and not, you know. And it's not like they're running for records. It's just like they're going to be is tired. A, yeah. We want them to be tired. Like the least want, you can do is you, get tired for us. You want it to be a fifteen hundred. You don't <laughs> yeah. want it to be a four hundred. You want yeah. it to be a three thousand. You don't want it to be an eight hundred. Yeah. I know some races are going to be different and strategy and all that other stuff, but things can be fast and strategic, right? The extreme example being the twenty fifteen pen relays four by mile. Was that the year? Sixteen. Twenty sixteen pen relays four by mile where tactical went wrong the other end of the spectrum pure time trial of course that's not going to happen in a championship race because you don't have a rabbit but there's a vast middle there where you can get both outcomes and i know indoors a little different because of positioning people tend to go for it from farther out but it's just it was cool in the men's 1500 and in this race too to see separation just okay this is the top group right they've put themselves in a position to let you know that th- this is the top five or this is the top three and then they're going for it and it's just a nice break from the sit and kick era which we had for a while because that wasn't too long ago 
when everyone was thinking, oh, the wing time in the 1500 at Worlds is going to be at 338, 337, you know, something like that. And then now you're getting these fast, fast, fast times. I mean, Savannah San a few years ago in Doha, obviously Kip Yegon ran really fast. Do you wish that you lived in Europe or that USA was part of Europe so that you could have <laughs> European champions? I wish they were in this meet. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool to see how the athletes would respond to being in a continental championship where there's a lot of emphasis yeah. placed on the results. Um, but U.S. doesn't have that. U.S. is weird because it's the strongest singular country, but they're not in a continent that prioritizes it. So it's tough because they have the least – they need to be in the toughest continent for it to matter because then there's competition and then it makes it worth it and then people are interested in it. Or if we turn all of our states into countries, yeah. then we can just call USA's mm-hmm. the, con, con. the European Championship. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that – okay. Well, that's just like you having USA's though. <laughs> you just recreated USA's but they all have jerseys on of but different that, states? Yeah, they're all wearing different states. Like, right you know, Curly's Texas, Bromel's Florida. That would be fun. Yeah. They just have like – the state flag logo instead of their, their brand sponsor. I'd watch that. Which state would you cheer for? Would you cheer Which, for California? Oh, or would no, you cheer for Texas? That, that'd be too. Though I wouldn't cheer for a big state. Yeah, you cheer for I, Rhode Island. Yeah, or maybe a state that I lived in that was smaller. Maybe. You get like, dude, Alaska goes all in on the yeah. race walk. I mean, I grew up like, in Nevada. Maybe I'd go there. Yeah, the pole vault. Nevada, Nevada's probably really good in pole vault. Yeah, we got Florida's good in. Sprint. I feel like Florida, Florida's good in the long, long jump. Mm-hmm. California is like the 400. Texas is the one and two. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania is the mile. And the women's quarter. Connecticut's the f- steeplechase. <laughs> okay. North Carolina <laughs> is, that's, I think that's the 5K. Okay. 400 hurdles. It's like New Illinois. New Jersey. It's New Jersey. That's definitely New Jersey. Because Sydney? Yeah, Sydney. (laughs) Illinois New Jersey's also the 800 because you got Mo and uh, Ajay Wilson, See, I wasn't going off of where people are from. I was going off like the vibe of that state kind of represents this type of event. Remember when those maps – It had nothing to do with the athletes in it. I don't know if they still make these. They always go viral. Each state's most favorite condiment or favorite saying. Or fast food restaurant. We could just create a fake one where it says each state's favorite event. (laughs) Yeah, we should do that. Some state. I'm going to make that discus. I'm going to just tweet it out get people talking. (laughs) And then you put in bottom and, you know, very, very fine print. Like Like judge on Google Analytics. We polled a thousand people. We polled Kevin and Gordon (laughs) and asked what the funniest combinations would be. Because you'd have to – yeah, you'd have to go like – and you, you'd have to zag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Speaking of zagging. All right. Great Britain. I is, just, is I just, zagging a lot. I just commended all of Europe and in particular Great Britain <laughs> for sending a lot of the top athletes or their top athletes, I should say, choosing to compete, to go to European championships. But then we get this news a couple of days ago that the head of UK athletics wants to shrink the amount of participants at global championships coming from team GB. I have a lot of thoughts on this, Gordon. Some of these thoughts I've said in prior years because other countries have had policies like this. Other countries have famously left off qualified athletes for world championships or Olympics. But I'll let you go first. Well, no, you're going to let me go first. We're going to let the head of UK athletics go first. What was the reason why the UK athletics (laughs) head of athletics said we are going to limit he, the team to people who are more likely to medal than wh- less likely to medal. He said he wants to be more ruthless. He said that in recent championships, the performance hasn't been good, and he thinks they've been getting, quote, too soft. So in his mind, he thinks if you make it harder to qualify, yeah, that means you're going to run hard. He's basically, basically, he's basically saying he wants to increase the standard so then you run faster, so then everyone... So then people aren't chasing to be the 30th best in the, in the world. They're chasing to be the 10th best in the world. He wants to also just pool the resources, right? Consolidate the resources on the top candidates for, for medals. He used to head up swimming there. And here's the quote. We put it up on the screen there. In swimming, we are a little bit more ruthless about who is going to deliver for you, he told the Daily Mail. Uh, UK Athletics needs to be a bit tougher around that. 
Would you like to weigh in first? No, I kind of want to weigh in second. Okay. I'll let you weigh in. So but he didn't really mention much of it being a budget reason, like how much it costs to send an athlete. He didn't delve into the Because that's like a numbers. reason why a lot of smaller countries don't send everyone because in their mind it's too expensive to f- send every single athlete. Yeah, and, and I can touch on money. that yeah. in a second too. But I think UK Athletics has money. All Maybe right. they don't, I don't know. His, his job is to do what here? Uh, Who's he representing? The athletes. Of United Kingdom. Right. So that's your job. You aren't the head of War Athletics. No. You aren't the head of the Olympics. No. You're not the person booking the hotels. No. Your job is the head of British Athletics. Your job should be to send as many athletes as you can. If they say you get three per event, if you hit the qualifying standards, you send three. You do your best to send three. If they say you get 17... You should send 17 because your job is to get as many of those vests on TV competing for medals. That should be wait, your wait, job. Is, is his job to get as many people at the meet or is his job to get the many, as many people on the podium? Well, and that brings me to my next point. The more tickets, the more you're going to win. We can go back through, look at recent history. A lot of people had Jake Whiteman winning gold. Some Great Britain. Did a lot of people have that? You were looking at the betting odds. Yeah, they weren't good. I mean, he wasn't Probably like ten to one. Yeah, he wasn't five hundred to one, but he certainly wasn't the favorite in our country, the United States. We can go back and look at a ton of examples: people who won medals, won gold medals, even who weren't even favored at all. Emily Enfeld. So, yeah, Molly Seidel, Jenny Simpson back in twenty eleven. Just a few. There's a ton of examples, ton of countries. You got to. This is sports. You never know what's going to happen. You have to send people. In the article, he brings up about Tokyo, coming up short at the Tokyo Olympics, right? Let's look at why they came up, quote unquote, short at the Tokyo Olympics. I don't think they did, all right? Well, Healy you, you have receipts. Oh, I got notes. This is great. This is, a, this is a, an issue that just drives me up the wall. And if you're talking about allocating resources, right? Did Keely Hodgkinson lose in Tokyo to Thing Mo because of resources? No. No. Did Laura Muir lose to Faith Kipyegon? Because of resources? No. No. Did Whiteman beat Ingebrigtsen because he had more resources? Maybe. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. It's not res- – they were better on the day. Yeah. Right? Let's not complicate this. They were simply better on the day. Allowing more people to go doesn't make your star athletes worse. It's an individual sport. Those two things are not related when it comes to the highest levels of sport. Like, has there ever been a time where Mo Farah's trainer was like, Mo's like, hey, I need you to massage my leg for me. And the trainer's like, you're not getting it today. I'm going to massage th- this guy. <laughs> right, right. I only can. The ninth best discus thrower. Is getting the massage. Sorry, Mo Farah, you're not getting a massage today. Yeah. So no, that never happened. But let's They would t- just be like, you go at 10, 15. The other guy will go at 10, 30. Yeah. And we're good. Yeah. Laura Muir is not going to come up short because Great Britain decided to send an extra discus thrower who qualified rightfully. Right? And that, that they had to add an extra Gatorade bottle in the tent and they did, couldn't have the money. So then everyone got a little bit less Gatorade. So she had a little less electrolytes. This is why she came up short. <laughs> yeah. It's basically. This is, this is ridiculous. And this is, I know the U.S. is different, right? Because the U.S. has metal contenders in virtually every event. So we have a clear cut, relatively clear cut. Not always. You have to dive into some spreadsheets. Uh, you know, every now and then on Olympic trials. But we have a relatively clear-cut system. Top three to go. But let's talk about the resources for a second, right? Let's talk about resources. You've been to global championships before. I have. I've been to global championships before. You have. You think they could make some cuts on who decides to go who aren't athletes? Oh, good point. Do you think there might be a few people who are wearing team polos for 10 days who could sit at home? How important is the coach, Gordon? Yeah. The event coach. I, I mean, I think... You need, a, all, you need someone think, to pick the relay. I think the NBA All-Star Game coach <laughs> might be a little more important than the track and field They coach. have their own coaches. Let me say yeah. that again. They have their own coaches. Do you need someone there as a representative? Absolutely sure. I'm not saying that. But you don't need these gigantic staffs that they travel with. So if it's a money issue, the athletes are the last people to cut. that you should cut. You should send the athletes first, have a coach text them what to do if you can't afford to put the coach on a plane... And then take care of everybody else later. This is against competition. It's not going to work. It's not going to help anybody. All it is, 
It's just aligning the simple truth here that some years it's going to be good for you and some years it's not. But not even showing up to play is a recipe for continuing the same mistakes over and over again. Done. So I agree with you, but let's just think a little bit in this guy's head. What's this guy's name? Uh, Jack Buckner. Jack Buckner. Sounds like a baseball player. Uh, great photo that he used for him. Like, they definitely, Daily Mail is like, we got a photo of Jack Buckner. This is the photo we're going to show. Show that, Colt. It's great. It's just like him rubbing his eye. Um, he's probably stressed about all the... Well, it says he's having sleepless nights or financial troubles. Yeah, I get that they're not... Okay, then say that. If, if it's a money thing, say it's a money thing. Don't say the best way to get gold medals is to only take six people. And it's the six people that we decide have the best gold medal yeah. chances. They're not a tiny country with only one athlete. If you had to narrow down Great Britain's team to six athletes to, to pick the medalists, you'd have a tough time yeah. right now. I mean, hell, how hard is it to pick the best three men in the 1500 for Great Britain right now? They are, they are loaded. So if it's a money thing, say it's a money thing and figure out a way to fund it. Get on GoFundMe or something like that. Yeah. Don't say this is the best way to win gold medals because it's not. No. Again, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm only going to try to just be a little bit devil's advocate for the sake of conversation. Okay. Don't blame me though if I get really mad because this issue just bothers me to no end. So I agree basically with 99%. I'll sit over here. I'm going to sit over here. I agree like 99% of what you're saying for the most part, 100% of what you're saying. Um, don't even know what the 1% I disagree with you on. So. Uh, just, but you know, you never agree 100% on anything, right? You got to always stack it a little bit. But what I got to say is here, there is a little bit of a mindset though, where you look at the world standards over the past few years, they have dramatically gone up. I mean, gone, been harder to, been faster. Yeah. There was a, Paul Chalimo, when he was asked to run 1320 or whatever to qualify for the Olympics, he ran 1319. Could Paul Chalimo have run 1309 that year if they made the standard 1310? Probably, because it's in our mindset with the pacing of standards. You run to just get in. Like, that's how people are. You always do your bare... You don't want to overexert yourself to qualify for the next event, right? And so when the standards have gone up, everyone's like... Only four people hit that standard last year. How are more people going to hit the standard? Well, everyone hits the standard because they all decide to run faster. We're going to see it this weekend in a 10K. The 10K standard is faster this year. Mm. But guess what? Same amount of people are probably going to hit it because guess what? They're all going to just run a little bit faster because they're going to all do the bare minimum to get in. And I'm thinking, again, this UK athletics guy is thinking incorrectly for the record, but he's thinking, all right, if we make the standard just be hit the world athletics threshold, the athletes are going to compete to get to that world athletics threshold. But we make them, you need to get to an even elite, a higher threshold, which is the Great Britain threshold. It's going to force all these athletes who would have just done the bare minimum to get in and they're going to go above and beyond. And then that sets up a, like a rising tide of everyone now achieving for even higher greatness where the goal is now, I want a medal and not, I just want to make the team. Right, because there, we gotta admit there are a lot of at, one. Again, I agree with most of the things you said. There's one issue that I think our sport has is that there are people who are competing for medals, and there are people who are competing for teams. Now, there is something about the moment of making your first team, and it's like a not. It's like a. It's a. It doesn't translate to any other sport, right? It's a cool thing, and I and I get it. I'm not thinking we should take that away from our sport. But there is something interesting about how you go to an Olympic trials, and there's an athlete whose yeah. dream is to make the team, and there's an athlete who's saying, this is prelims. And that's – maybe they want everyone to look at it as prelims because their dream should be to win a medal at the world level, not to make a team. And I think if you make it harder to make a team, that means they're going to then translate their goals to make get a medal. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Do you want, like? I think that applies more though when you're going farther down the list. Okay. Oh, you want to make an Olympic trials in the marathon or something? Set the standard at, at the Boston at qualifier. Two, two, 
19 verses to 16. We're talking about athletes here that already are well aware of what it takes to win a medal. This isn't going to make them work any harder. All it's going to do if they actually see this through, because we've seen this with other countries. This isn't a new thing. Yeah. All it's going to do, do is leave, is leave people who, may, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a long, long shot, shot 100, 100 to 1, 200, 200 to 1, whatever. whatever. But here's the thing. That 200 to 1, maybe they get experience, and then they come back four years later, and then they have championship experience under their belt, and they perform better because of that. Or maybe, if you want to look long-term view, and this isn't the case probably with Great Britain, because they've been there's long been British you know, uh, excellence in athletics. But say you're from a, a smaller country and you turn down a spot, a country that hasn't had much experience in athletics, you should run at the Olympics. You should run at the World Championships because someone at home will be watching, some kid who's 10 years old, 15 years old, right? I don't want to be too Hollywood here, but that's how that stuff starts, right? And that kid sees, oh, we had, we had a participant in the foreign hurdles. Like, I didn't even know what that was. Like, I didn't even know, oh, shot put, discus, triple jump, whatever it is, pole vault, they get introduced to the sport through these local stories. I just don't think it impacts the people at the top. Yeah. And you're sacrificing the, that next tier down to help these people. You're not helping them. They're already, everybody's already trying their best, right? This is this whole idea that's just like, if we just raise the standard that much more then then magically we're going to snap our fingers and Neil Gorley's going to beat Jakob Ingebrigtsen because, because we made the standard hot harder. No. Yeah, it's not going to turn the fourth place finishers into third place finishers. All it is is going to turn the 20th place finishers to did not qualify. That's it, all it's it's an excuse to not show up. Yeah. We're going to take our ball and we're going to go home because we can't reach this magical, unattainable standard. And you see in World Cross how many countries didn't send complete teams or a team at all, right? Maybe it's a money thing, but also it's the idea of, well, we're not competing for medals. Yeah. And I get it if it's a, if you're really hard up for cash, 100%. I get it. Maybe the priorities of your country aren't to send a bunch of runners halfway across the world to run, but if you're a country that prides itself on athletic excellence and you have a history, like go for it. It's like a lot of these athletes are going to be spot here. So if you're saying, here's I pulled up the world rankings, top 10 for the women, this is from last year, or currently. Asher Smith, Hodgkinson, Muir, Sember, Nada, Ailish McColgan, Lizzie Bird, Lorraine Ugin, Gemma Riki, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, and then there's, you know, Johnson Thompson's 21st, obviously, right? So you'd, you'd send someone like her. On the women's side, so there's at least 10 there, right? Would you say? Yeah, and then, know, and, I, and then four by one and four just by like, four. You're listing a bunch of, yeah. What's, what's the point you're trying to get to? My point is there's gonna be a lot more than five or 10. So you're leaving off people theoretically, who are sponsored athletes who are paid to compete in track and field. This isn't charity work for them. And they're not- Did he say it's gonna be a hard number of like, I'm only taking this many people? No, they never say that like that. Whiteman, Hudson Smith, Kerr, Prescott, Zarnell Hughes, Gorley, Zeller, the hurdler who went to Michigan, right? Hayward, Azu, Mitchell Blake is 10. And then behind them, you have people like Mark Scott, Elliot Giles, George Mills, Posse, it's like the Giles can make a final. Sam Atkin is is farther down here. Yeah, we saw what he did indoors. It just. I have a solution. The solution is World Athletics is it decides how many people goes. If you're a governing body of a country, then you try to maximize your opportunities. It's real simple. Well, no, the, that means, but we're, the, I think at the end of the day, though, UK athletics gets to decide because they're paying for it. They're they're footing the bill. And I'm saying what we're going to get to a situation though, where they're not going to give them a spot. Someone's going to say, okay, fine. I'll pay my own way. Yeah. And they're going to say, no, because we have this standard do you think, and this standard is more important than you showing up and competing. So I, I don't, do you think then those athletes that. could then petition to world athletics to run as like a non, no, like, cause not they're with the country. They're going to say, defer to your, you're a member of this institution. I mean, could they was, then revoke their citizenship to get in. <laughs> You're getting a little far ahead. I mean, it was that's an option. People sweet. transfer allegiance all the time. People could be like, all right, I, I'm, you don't have to, like, can I revoke my own citizenship? Can I, like, change my citizenship on my own? I don't have to be an American, do I? Well, Gordon, I think that would require another country wanting you. So I don't want to get into that. <laughs> no, but, like, could could they just be like, hey, I want to run as an authorized nature athlete? 
And World Athletics would be like, do you have to? Do you have to qualify, Sarah? Yeah, I but, do. but but it shouldn't get to that, right? It's, but it could. It shouldn't be at that point. What what should happen is they shouldn't overcomplicate this thing. I mean, I get he has the experience for swimming, and it worked. But he what says I'm saying it worked is in swimming. The way you you the way you uh, force the guy's hand is you be like, oh, you're not going to invite us. Yeah, we're, we're going to find go a way to get there anyway. Yeah, in a different option, and then. There's a little bit of like, ooh, yeah. we're losing athletes. Like if they start losing athletes, it's going to do the opposite effect. My yeah, my main point is just no one can see the future here. Selection is rife with issues, which is why I like the trials system. And there's going to be some tough choices that are going to have to be made that ultimately are going to end up totally undermining what they came in to do. Right, and his whole his whole idea is we need to get more gold medals. We need to get more medals. Right, in the article, Great Britain didn't have any gold medals in Tokyo. That's a failure. And what you're going to do is just lower the amount of tickets you have to the lottery. Yeah, because you think it's somehow going to magically make your top tier athletes go faster by bringing fewer other athletes, fewer athletes in other events. But I mean, the way they could solve this problem, I mean. The athletes can control their destiny if they, if like the Dean Asher Smiths and the Neil Gorleys and all the top mm-hmm. runners are like, I'm not going unless you let the other two people in my event go. Yeah. That would be a way to like, yeah. Cause then they're going to be like, if, if all of them decided to say, we're not going to the Olympics unless you let the other two people in our event go. Yeah. And they're just like, hold it. They're, that's going to force their hand. They're not going to say, all right. Like yeah. if Dean Asher Smith said, I will if every of the top metal contenders yeah. got together the 10 of them yeah. and said we're not going unless you let the other two people in our event also go. Yeah. UKF Flex will let the other two people in the event go. 100%. My last point on this. But you got to be willing to not go. Yeah. Which my, is hard, but my last point on this and it's very track nerdy. But what would you say let's just say let's just forecast Paris 2024. So a little bit ways out. What would you say is Great Britain's best chance at a gold? Hot. Okay. Keely. Next after that. One of the 1500 meter guys. Okay. And you don't have to go much farther down the list. I won't make you do it before you get to an event known as a four by one. Yeah. Four by one. Yeah. Right. How many people does that use? Yeah. Four. Right. At minimum. Yeah. You're going to want some, some reserves, some alternates there. So then you're going to bring six men and six women and you should, and you should, even if you don't have the best team, cause you know what? Stuff happens in the four by one more so than any yeah. other event, and that could be their crowning moment. They could win the four by one in Paris, men and women. Right? That could happen. That's a thing that could happen, men and women. And that's one of the that's the event where you bring the highest amount of people for, which sort of just undercuts the entire point of this. Yeah, I'm telling you the way to, the way to get back is if they all decide like, yeah, this is bullshit. We are only, we are only going if you invite the number two and three runner in our event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get it. All right. Sorry. That went too long. My apologies. And then you know what? Next week, there's going to be an article from like the Toronto Sun about Canada doing this. And I'm just going to go crazy again. <laughs> it's just going to be my thing. Um, all right. Let's stay on the topic, though, of world athletics, though. Cool. We're going to go a little bit out of order. We're going to go world championship buys. And then Gordon's going to talk about prize money controversy. And then we'll come back to Tokyo <laughs> Marathon. I want to give Gordon a little bit of chance. So I'm going to move. Yeah, you've been talking a lot. Yeah. I like it. It's Sorry. Worse than you. Sorry. You do good. You're a good podcaster. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Worse. You're not a good friend, though, when it comes to <laughs> my sports. Uh, yeah, so World Indoor Tour announced their winners, the people with the buys. Uh, you can see, bring up here on the screen. If you scroll uh, down, you can see the full uh, list, Colt. So um, the women, 60 meters, Aaliyah Hobbs from the U.S., uh, 800, Keely Hodgkinson. She has a bye. Will they let her go, though? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. I think she's on the list. 3K, Halu from Ethiopia. Pole vault, Newman from Canada. Triple jump, Povia from Cuba. Shot put, Mitten from Canada. Men's 400, Dream Richards. 1500, Gorley got it. Nagoose could have had it, but chose not to run that mm-hmm. race. Mm-hmm. 60 hurdles, Grant Holloway, which should have an asterisk. But that's a World Athletics page not our page yeah it's on our page it's the world athletics page because yeah. Dana roberts 
scored more points. But for some reason, you only get to score in three events. True winner. Daniel Don't Roberts. see where that's written anywhere. I looked, couldn't find it. Put Roberts in. Put Roberts in. High jump, uh, Hamish Kerr, and long jump, Tobias Montler. So those people are all autos to uh, World Indoors, which is a big deal because you only get to send two per country. So getting three per in your country is added value. And then the next group will be next year's World Indoor yeah, 2 winners. So you could so get a buy. But that's going to be tough, I think, for the U.S. athletes because they're probably – if they're serious about it, they might stay closer to home to yeah. prepare for USAs. But if you're thinking like, all right, if you know – you try to zag or zig. It's like, hey, give a better opportunity again, top two in your country, or winning a bunch of European meets. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. You you make the call. Uh, like I I would argue if you're a 60 meter runner for the men, go to Europe. You go to Europe. Mm -hmm. Don't race. Let Bromel and Coleman run the 60 in the U.S. and then you zag and beat a bunch of French and British runners. Yeah, some six, some six five eight, some guys. six five eight guys, and you run six five two, and you're the goat. All right, uh, but then we also had some controversy. <laughs> back to back pods with controversy. You've been using that word quite liberally these days. Nah, dude, this is controversy. So, did you know that the World Athletics Cross Country has a tour, and they have winners? Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, announced the winners: uh, Raul Daniel and Lucy Mawa. They were tied for first. Mm -hmm. And then on the men's side, I'm not even going to say their names because I'm really bad with names. But so a, that's that's Rodrigo Quizera and Thierry Indekamanwanyu. And Jan oh, Shrub. And, and Jan Shrub. Yeah. All, okay. And they all had, you know how many points, Gordon? 3,720. Class. Everyone knows the perfect everybody score. Everybody knows the cross country. You know, everyone knows the perfect <laughs> score in SATs is 2,400. The thirty-seven twenty. I, I want to interview the person who came up with thirty-seven twenty being yeah. the perfect world cross-country tour score. So this is where the controversy is. So anyway, there's winning the tour, you get prize money. How much? So the winning a tour, you get. I don't know how much. Gordon, I think it's ten thousand. Come on. I don't know the number, but you get money for first, you get money for second, you get money for third, and it's less money as you go down. But there's prize money for the top six finishers. Here's the thing. We had a three-way tie on the men's side, uh -huh. two-way tie on the women's side. So let's assume it's 10,000, 8,000, 6,000. Because it was close to those numbers based on – Oh, it was. It was. It was 10,000, 8,000, okay. 6,000 for first, second, and third. There we go. All There's right. a three-way tie. Yeah. Should all three of those runners get $10,000 because they all won the first place prize yeah. of $10,000? Yeah. Or do they all get – Eight thousand dollars, which is the average of ten thousand, eight thousand, six thousand. Yeah. No, I think they all should get ten. Right? Yeah. Well, they're agree. giving them the average. So they're all getting how much instead? Eight. They're all getting eight thousand, but they're all they mm. they signed up to win something where the grand prize is ten thousand dollars for first. Yeah. They got first, and now they're getting eight thousand dollars. I don't, I guarantee you, there's not someone written in the. They gonna save that money, and give it to the British Athletics? You think? Yeah, but like they lost it on two K because they tied for first. That's stupid. Like, what is like a little bit less gold than gold? <laughs> like, what's what, if you if you blend gold and silver yeah. into like a paint mixture? Yeah. Does that the color of the metal you get if there's two people who tied for first? Yeah, is it, did you just invent bronze? Is that what gold and silver combined <laughs> no, no. is? If you blend gold and silver together, they don't blend those metals together and give them out to first if, if to uh, Barshim and. And uh, Tambiri. Tambiri. They both got gold. So yeah. they both should get $10,000. I love it. I love that you're, beat I love that you're beating the drum here. Uh, it's terrific. I think, I mean, for me, I would get really mad about 2000 Now, I'm not a professional athlete, but I don't know how much they make. Yeah. So that's that could be no amount of money for them, or that could be a lot. Yeah. And it goes with everything. If, if first gets that, they never, you should get $10,000. Especially because you scored 3,720 points. That's a legit score. They had a perfect score. Yeah. They also probably should come up with a scoring system that doesn't allow for three-way ties <laughs> for first. Like, they could have been a little more. Well, they have. I have at least a tiebreaker. Like, it's cross-country. They don't even do a tiebreaker. Runoff? They, they should have done, like, yeah, run, runoff or fifth. H highest place at World Cross Championships? Yeah, they, or they should have done compete? like time or something. No, I can't do time and cross. No, I should have done time. Oh, a uh, sixth runner? They should ask me. I could have done that. Like, who's your favorite sixth runner and whoever had the lowest score? Yeah. 
Or maybe you write ahead of time what you think your time was going to be. And, and then how close, close, you, yeah, close yeah. you get to it. Count how many jelly beans are in the jar. Yeah. Any they, number of things. Or they put a tracker on you and see how far you actually ran. And like, oh, you ran the longest distance, but still finished well. So, yeah. you, you know, you did less with more. more I mean, there's less. not that many. What? How many meets were there? I don't there's know. There's three for each, right? Yeah. Daniel had three outings on the tours with Victoria's on each occasion. occasion. Um it's just like it's not good if three people can get the maximum possible score then your challenge is a little too easy <laughs> like the maximum what's the maximum amount what's the maximum amount of points you can get in a hundred meter dash in tables oh well, i closed it already but it's like, it was over at that it was like 1200 it's like 1200 yeah imagine if three people could get 1200 that's a bad max you shouldn't. Your maximum. Well, because it's rare. crossed. There's no. There's no time associated with it. They have to make it just. Just place. Well, I, I know, but like. So do th I bet the formula is three thousand seven hundred twenty divided by three, or whatever. Right. That's the. Or you're, maybe it's average, and that's a winning time. Yeah, twelve forty. Fourteen hundred. If you're in a nine four six in the hundred, you get fourteen hundred points. Yeah. Imagine if three people got fourteen hundred points. Same Super. thing if you run a forty one ninety seven in the quarter. Anyway. Or a four hurdle of forty four eighty six. So much controversy going on. Man. I can't handle it. Are you going to controversy UK athletics controversy over two thousand dollars in prize money? All right, something that's not controversial though. Tokyo Marathon this weekend live on Flow Track Sunday morning in Tokyo. Actually, will be Saturday night here in the United States. Last year had a great race, Kipchoge, Kaskai. Uh, this year, a lot of big names, some two hundred three, some two hundred four runners there, and they really want to see a Japanese winner in Tokyo. I got this, uh, read the race director's notes there. It said that's kind of the focus. It's incredibly deep. Colt, if you scroll down on that PDF, you can just see um, the depth of this field. Um, headlining it, Sisei Lemma, Bernard Koech is in there. But then you go down uh, even farther to the, to the Japanese entrance. Now, they did have a blow. Kengo Suzuki, the Japanese record holder, is a scratch. But if you look at the rest of, of that roster, it's pretty solid. Headlined by Suguro Osako. There's going to be um, a bunch of Japanese runners in this field, you know, 206, 207s as well. Also in this field, we got an email about this guy, Cam Levins. Matthew emailed and said, don't sleep on Cam Levins, 207.09. Remember how well he did at Eugene in the World Championship Marathon, finished fourth, and then ran a 60-18 half, 60-18 half in Vancouver. Uh, that's, that's Cam Levins. So... Exciting stuff on the men's side. And this is how the race director broke it down. I read this right up. This is pretty good. Listen to this. Ready? I'm listening. This is pretty dramatic. They will probably start out with 204.30 pace, forming a large leading pack up to the 20K mark. They'll keep each other in check while engaging in a battle of the wills with nobody willing to accept a loss. The question is how the Japanese runners will fare from the 30K mark onward. Will there be a new Japanese record? Will the Japanese runner win the race? As a race director, I'm on pins and needles. Man, that sounds like an audiobook. Pretty good though, right? He's like hyping the race. I, I love it. Listen to that in the car. <laughs> he's got it home. all he's got it all mapped out. So obviously you'd expect to see a winner from that that top group, but Japan, you've talked about this re recently, all the depth there, they they could have a winner. Women's side Pretty similar scenario where the fastest times, um, Ashete Vicari, Rosemary Wanjiru, right? There's some 217s, some 218s, but a lot of depth for Japan. And they're putting a bunch of entrants into this Tokyo Marathon to try to get uh, a winner at home. Last time a woman won the uh, Tokyo Marathon from Japan was 2011. Mm -hmm. And the last time a man did it was 2010. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been over a decade on both the men's and women's side. So, should be a good race again. And everybody who follows the sport knows how big road running is in in Japan. Tokyo Marathon, one of the biggest races out there. So keep an eye on this race. And if you're in the U.S. or live on Flow Canada, correct? Yeah, evening yeah. Saturday evening. Yeah, it's perfect. Last year it was real nice recording that live show yeah with Kachogi. and then a couple months later i think we did london didn't we no yep. we did we did london we're doing point. london live this Oof, time and That's i'm week before Penn. and i'm preemptively tired 
You didn't do it with me last time. Oh, I did. Kyle did it with me I'm last gonna time. It. I'm gonna do it this time. And Kyle was in Greece or something like that on like a great time. You're gonna be. I'm gonna be even worse time. I'm gonna be in the East Coast time zone for that. You'll be. I'll be home. Might even be. Yeah, that is worse. It's actually. gonna be worse. I was gonna say I might have to fly to Hawaii for that. <laughs> do you think that would? Get, do you think we could get expense okay a trip that? to Hawaii for that podcast? Yeah. Like, hey. Just like sleep schedule, it's like really important to me. So I got to be in Hawaii for this podcast. I need to be at my best. And the only way to do that is to guarantee that it's not. It's so, because you think about it on paper and then you. 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Is, is hard. Wait, what was the one? What was the race that we did recently? Berlin. That was uh, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. That's what I was thinking. Not, it, wasn't, it wasn't London. It was Berlin. Yeah. yeah. We had Mountain Dew. We were both at my house. Yeah. And I bought a Delivery bunch of stuff. Us, yeah. I had a mini pecan pie it was fun we had to try to just get a bunch of party. sugar it's good times before you started sending me mean texts while watching that sports. was the last time i've been to your house so um all right uh other news uh we still doing over-unders so if you're listening we got over-unders still going uh ncaa update parker valdi has been a medical scratch uh looked like her she was going to be like you know in contention to go all in in the 3k going up against tui uh but it kind of makes sense when you look back now at her season. She only really ran once, I guess twice. She ran twice. DMR in a 3K. DMR in a 3K, but yep. she didn't run SECs. So you're thinking maybe there's something up. Maybe it's keeping her super, super fresh. But looks like she's dealing with an injury and it's not able to uh, compete, which is a bummer because it would have been great to see a rematch of Valby versus Tui. Makes Tui's double a little bit easier. It's still going to be hard, but mm -hmm. a little mm -hmm. bit easier. Maybe... She still does the DMR. I don't know. I don't think she's going to do DMR. But uh, yeah, anyway, no Valby in the 3K. Um, hurts Florida's team title chances. Mm -hmm. They're still one of two between them and Texas on the women's side, but losing a potential eight to six points yeah. is going to hurt them. They're going to have to make it up elsewhere with Diggs and the other athletes they got. Mm -hmm. so, um, so I'm sure Mike Holloway's like, oh, I got to find eight points somewhere else. He will. He'll find a way to get eight points. But yeah, Texas, Florida. Texas getting a little happier. Florida's like, oh, we got to put together. But hey, Florida did without Great Stark outdoors. Mm -hmm. They can see if they can do it without uh, Parker Valby indoors. Hope she's better. Hope she gets yes. better. Uh, love watching her compete. One of the bright young stars in the U.S. So hopefully she'll she'll get uh, healthy and be ready for outdoors. Any other scratches that you noticed, or was that the main one? I don't. I know uh, mo Monday they have to lock it in, right? And then we'll get heat sheets. Dude, so. I broke that story. Yeah, that's what you do, Gordon. That's what you do. I just break stories like <laughs> that. <laughs> Something like that. Please right. tell you my sources. Over under. But if you look at you can this figure week, it out. Monson. Um, oh, let's update on this, on the records. Okay, sorry. Um, Go ahead. Start. Start over again. Yeah. People, there's probably a new listener I mean, right now who's like, "Who are these guys? What's over unders? We gotta explain what we've been doing. We're doing ongoing." <laughs> Over-unders, we started this, didn't think it would last this long, but it has. We're going to take this to the end of this the year. This is week eight, so I actually looked it up because I want to keep writing it in the title when we post it. And I looked – oh, wait, maybe it's seven. Dang, I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. But I, I was trying to keep weekly tabs on But it. you're doing pretty good. You're 17, 12, and 1. I'm yeah. 12, 17, and 1. Um, and we got four opportunities here for me to make a comeback. We got Monson and Kincaid in the 10K. We're doing Monson over-under 30 – 10.5 and Kincaid over under 26.55. So that's faster for Monson than the American record. What's the American record? The American record is 30.13.17. So I'm saying she's going to go well under it. Kincaid, I'm basing that off of they're saying they're going to go out 27.10 pace. So I just dropped it a few seconds. What do you think? What do you got? Under, under. Interesting. I guess I should have gone first because now because I was going under, under too. Hey, but hey, hey, I'll, I'll stick with you it. Stick with it. I'm going to pick the same thing as you the rest of the year <laughs> and then <laughs> coast to a five-point victory. No, well, we make sure that can't happen because I'll be able to pick before after you sometimes. All right, so we're both going under, under. I'll add to the the thing i try to actually pick what i i get in trouble when i get goaded into going the other direction or when i don't follow my heart i gotta yeah, follow. always follow your heart man yeah well you're the one who talks me into a push for the grant holloway 
Daniel Roberts marching. You went for that? That's on you, man. That's on you. Big swing. Big swing. That's on you. Um, all right. Next one, I like this one. PRs for Ball, Warholm, and Keeley. Mm-hmm. So, Warholm already ran. Not the final. How many rounds are he there? He ran a heat, didn't he? I think he ran the final. I think I was looking at just... Mm, Did some... he already run? No, I, I'm almost positive he didn't run. Are you sure? He's run... I saw a tweet where he ran two f- other three rounds. I mean, try to look this up. Look this up. You're killing the over-under segment. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. See, you just make me. Mm, no, that was a semi, dude. Oh, there's a. Pre, he had to do three rounds for this thing. Yeah, there's. This goes to Sunday. Okay. Is this your first track meet? It's my first track meet. First track meet. Okay, Bull Warholm. He Keeley. runs on Saturday. He runs again on Saturday. Over unders zero point five. What's his PR? What's Warholm's PR? We're talking indoor PRs, right? Well, his, let me. This is easy. It's just basically will Warholm PR is what you're asking. Bull's not breaking the world record, and Keeley's not running. Faster. You're you're short on those two. I don't know. I don't know. No, dude. Uh, what's his PB? personal best? Outdoors forty four eight. We don't care about indoors forty five oh five. Okay, I got. I know what I'm saying. You want to go first? Yeah, I'm going over. Damn it, though. That's what I'm doing too. Oh, it's gonna be a boring week. All right, last one. Jakob Ingerbritsen's margin of victory in the three k. I'm just doing opposite of you. 1.5 seconds. I think it's going to be real tactical again. So I think someone's going to stay just under that. So I'm going to go under 1.5. And I'm doing over. Do you want to, you want to add in another one so that way we can? Yeah, because you can kind disagree of some more. All right, Tokyo um, Marathon race winner. That he said 204.30. They're going to go out that pace. Over under Japanese race winner. 0.5 <laughs> Japanese athletes winning the race. Well, mm, Japanese. Winner. I mean, I li- I wanted to go with Kengo, but he's scratched, man. Zero point five. I'll go under. I'm gonna go under as well. Let's add another one in there. <laughs> I thought you wanted to go. In the uh, no, direction. no, no. Just give me another one. Um, I was just saying, do a time. You know, do two or four thirty. What other the events man. are happening this weekend? Isn't like the ECAC thing happening? I don't know. I see four A's. Yeah. Uh, let's do over under scratches for Monday. No, let's do um, let's do like a, a, a weird one where we're gonna say the tenth place finisher of the men's ten k. Will his last name be oh, start with the letter that's over or under? Why don't we just pick a time for the two? No, no, I want, I want, I want a chaos one. Will it be over or under uh, M? Last name? No, you can't look. You can't look. You can't look up. What do you mean I can't look? No, no, that's cheating. No, come on. Over? I need to look. I need to figure who's going to get 10th. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. I get to figure out who gets 10th. Okay, so over or under what? What's M? Did you just Google the 10? There's no way it's going to pop up. I know. Again. I just... Come on, Jesse Williams. We need more descriptive names here. All right. Over under last name of the 10th place finisher starting with the letter M. M, okay. So who's going to get 10th? So it's going to be – oh, this is the U.S. one. Hold on. Sorry, I'm on the wrong one. World men's 10,000. Is it going to be Ben Flanagan? Wait, M is there's a lot of it looks like it's gonna be over. All right, I'm gonna change it to uh, you gonna move the line up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it to first name. There's a lot more chaos because everyone's last name is above M. So yeah, first name. Uh, under. So I'll take A through K. Would it be? That's over. Oh, okay. I'll take the beginning alphabet. You taking the end? I'll take the end of the alphabet. Yeah, this is easy. This is easy money. Safest first name. We're doing first names. Yeah, first tenth name. place first name. Uh, this is what degenerate gamblers do. They start gambling on <laughs> random things. So we have ten uh, tenth place first name. Uh, and we're going. So yeah, I letter do, M. You're doing. I get K though, right? You get M. You get M through Z. I get A through K. A B C J J J K L M. Sorry, L. I get I get A through L. You get A through L. And I get M. I get M. Yeah, you get M. M to Z. Yeah, but I get 
Are there I got any Kanta Sh- Shimizu. And I get Ben Eidenshank. And I get Aaron Benfeld. <sighs> Easy money, guys. You get, look, 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 uh, you get Zach Panning. Zach Panning's a good one. Zach Panning sounds like a 10th place finisher. Ahmed Muhammad. You get McGordy. You get Deaver. You get Nils Voigt. I get Ben Connor. Kincaid's not going to... There's a lot more people with a letter who starts at the beginning. I know. That's why I count. Look at this is my month, like right here. This four. Right, we we're doing. We're doing. Uh, let's do, and we're doing one more for the women. Women, tenth place for the women. <laughs> um, let me see. We're gonna get tenth. Same thing. First name or yeah, yeah, first name. I'm just doing opposite of you. You pick, and I'll do the opposite. Yeah, I am gonna go. I'll go the opposite. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go. Okay. And Thursday. This is productive. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. This is fun. We got it in there. That's the pod. <laughs> yeah. I need re- I need I need to just get some like lottery tickets going with the, to get back I know you're going to yeah, you're going to win on this stuff which there's no skill involved, but that's okay. 10th place first name. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you could gamble on that type of stuff? In in no. real life. Yeah, it would be... It'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? That's the pod. We'll be back Monday. Oh, what, what? Do we know our schedule yet for next week? No. Colt. We're going to plan our schedule on the pod? Yeah. Colt, you there? Colt, you there? What's up? Yep. Uh, you're out next week, right? The whole week? I'm out um, uh, Monday, Wednesday. I could be there for Friday. Could you do Tuesday, Thursday? But Nick will be covering. Could you Tuesday, uh, Thursday? No. Okay. Well, we got we're out of producer. Could you do Thursday? You can't do Thursday. No, I'm I'm booked all day Thursday. Gordon's Very gonna nice. be in Albuquerque Friday, so all right, we'll figure it out. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll definitely be doing Monday. Yeah, yeah, we'll do Monday. We'll definitely be doing Wednesday. Probably we'll get Nico to do Wednesday. Uh, we'll figure out though. The Friday, Friday might be Thursday. Friday might be Thursday or Friday night, or we'll figure it out. Okay, talk to you guys later. Thanks. <laughs> subscribe. Like subscribe. You get some people like to subscribe. Thanks, Colt.